0: happy martin luther king jr day folks i'm cyrus Sotzes. this is locked on warriors and the warriors themselves are celebrating in the nation's capital after a relief of a win over a very bad washington wizards team it was a splash party folks stephen curry jordan Poole leading the way the warriors won a road game we're going to talk about it next here on locked on warriors you are locked on warriors Your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked
1: On Podcast
0: Network. Your team, every day. You for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day, we're free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code Locked On. That's prizepicks.com. Use the promo code Locked On. You can follow me, Cyrus Otz, is on Twitter at Dog Surf Roadshow. Again, happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day a holiday the roads are light there's a lot of nba basketball a lot of sports there's a playoff game tonight where the warrior i'm sorry the 49ers find out who they're playing but this is a warriors show hello everyone uh let's get the chat overlay going so i can see all your comments what's up no cap let us pray uh and everyone else good to see you and thanks for for the kind words um so first things first uh the warriors won huge relief i mean it, it, it wasn't looking good for a long time. Um, I mean, they I think they trailed the vast majority of this game. Um you know, it was uh and thanks, Trey Underwood. It's good to see you too. Um, yeah, you can literally see the the visible scar on my face. It's ugly, but what are you gonna do? Um, so let's but the so the Warriors, if there's there's a few things that obviously you could take away from this game against the Wizards. First and foremost, it took four games, but Stephen Curry's back. Um, and this happens to every player. Andrew Wiggins is still dealing with this. Um, I don't think Andrew Wiggins is really back in at his normal reputation, at his normal production. You know, he's getting there, you're seeing glimpses of it, but the shot is still off. Um, he's getting beaten for rebounds sometimes. Um, I don't think he quite has the strength that he did before the injury and the illness, and it's the illness that. Might have uh, uh, had more lasting reverberations. Rever rever reverberations. Thank you. Sorry. um, Long term, and and because he doesn't really quite look like the Andrew Wiggins who was dominating the boards in the playoffs last year, right? But he's getting there. Uh, In 32 minutes tonight, he was six for 15 from the field. He was only one for six from three, and again, that's where his shot is not quite there yet. He only had three rebounds. Normally, that number is higher, and it needs to be higher. With this team, um, but he's still at 14 points, and it's just good to have him back, right? Um, <laughs> by the way, the chat here, um, Retzi, yeah, I, I I, fully acknowledge, um, I don't compare to Kylan in the looks department, but thank you. That's uh, I do appreciate the kind words, um, <clears throat> excuse me, but Stephen Curry is back. Um, oh, and uh, and I'm clean, yeah, they, they, I had to just to answer, uh, Warrior uh it has a comment they're right what's the diagnosis yeah i just like skin cancer they cut it out i'm going back in on wednesday i got stitches here right now and then um i think that's like the the, the final word but yeah i think i'm okay so thank you to the doctors who yeah took great care of me um but anyways let's talk about warriors not about me uh so it was Stephen curry had a huge game i have to start off with him right i mean there were three players that clearly stuck out in this game Stephen curry uh the last time the warriors and it's been a few years right but the last time the warriors uh went to visit the president because that's what the warriors are doing tomorrow they're going to the white house they're going to meet president joe biden um the last time i think the warriors I, i was at least hearing this on the telecast the last time the warriors went to visit the white house uh steph had 51 points in washington dc um, but they also didn't go visit when Trump was in the White House. So I, I, I don't know, like, I, don't quote me on those numbers. But I heard Fitz saying that a lot, saying that a lot, that the last time they were going to go visit the White House, he scored 51. Tonight, he scores 41. Um, and thank you so much for the kind words again in the chat. Really, it, it means the world. Um, but it, it, what also means the world is just seeing Steph back. I mean, I, I don't, here's the one thing I don't like. And I know I'm nitpicking here, but I don't like Stephen Curry playing 38 minutes in a regular season game against the Wizards. That's my only complaint from his night. That's it. Otherwise, I just, you know, like it would be nice to keep these veterans. Uh, You know, Steph turns 35 March 14th. I would love it if their minutes were more on the low 30s than 38. Um, They clearly needed him in this game tonight. And he delivered 41 points seven rebounds. He was 6 for 15 from 3, not great, but he was good. Another huge thing from Steph that really popped out was the fact that he went to the line and shot 12 free throws. You know, that's huge. I mean, the refs rarely ever call fouls on him, which is egregious what goes on with Steph when it comes to foul calls. So, he he shot four, 12 free throws, made 11 of them, 12 for 28 from the field. He was flat out awesome. Um and the other player that really lit it up today and and i think this is the first half was particularly just staggering um and that was jordan Poole. the pool party was raging he didn't have a good game in chicago Uh, i think he finished with 15 points he did not start that game um he shot awful from deep but tonight or today whatever you want to call it against the wizards fantastic shooting night uh he was seven for 13 from deep i think this was like his first legitimately good shooting night from deep in a really long time i mean when i'm looking at his at his uh three-point percentages oh he had one good game against the phoenix suns but they lost that game shooting from deep uh uh he was four for seven from deep in that game but when you look at his game log like let's say going back 10 15 games um against the bulls he was one for four against the wizards he was two for six i mean i'm sorry against the spurs he was two for six that's okay uh in the Phoenix game which was a brutal game they lost he was four for seven but then against Orlando two for 11 against the Pistons he was only three for ten from deep in that Hawks game that they won but he only shot two for 12 from deep um in the Trailblazers game which he had a lot of heroics in that one he had a great game he was five for ten but then you look at the rest of the list two for ten for deep one for seven from deep three for ten from deep one for 11 from deep in Brooklyn uh, two for eight from deep in New York. The point is, his three point shot is sketchy this year. It's it's so when he has a game like this where he legit lights it up, you got to be stoked. Uh, it's it's a shame that he can't maintain consistency at this level. You know, and for the season now, uh, he's shooting thirty one percent from beyond the arc, below his career average of thirty three point four. Thirty one percent doesn't cut it. Um, you know, I've said this before in the show, I'll say it again, the Mendoza line for three point shooting is always going to be 33% or higher. That's if you're shooting below that, you should not be shooting three point shots. Now, Jordan Poole, you're not going to tell him to stop shooting threes, but he's shooting 31%. The reason why 33% is important is because 33% from three, uh, is the equivalent of 50% from two. So, you know, your, so your, your percentages, your odds are good. If you're a 33% or higher three point shooter. And on the year he's only 31%. So it was really good to see the pool party raging tonight. Again, seven for 13 from three. He had that particularly huge one uh near the end of the game. Uh, on that Draymond uh uh tip, uh rebound pass to him. Um, so it was it was just that was just a relief because they absolutely need Jordan Poole in this game. Um, look at this breaking news, which I'm I know is a joke, but no cap writes that the Warriors just uh extended uh, Moses Moody for four years and 30 million dollars um no that clearly did not happen I'll talk about Moses Moody in a second because I thought that was a little egregious the fact that once again um his minutes were virtually non-existent uh I don't know what Steve Kerr's problem is with Moses Moody there is a clear issue there um I have not seen a leash that short on a player in recent history with, with I can't think of anyone else who has gotten that level of treatment from a coach Uh, I mean, he had five minutes tonight, five. You know, to put it in perspective, the Warriors had a lineup out there where uh, I think it was Jordan Poole, Dante DiVincenzo, and Ty Jerome. That is such a defensively weak lineup. It's a small lineup, and it wasn't working. Ty Jerome, by the way, had, just for, for the Ty Jerome defenders out there who stay incredibly quiet when he has a bad game, and there's a lot of those, zero points in 14 minutes of play. Zero. Um but yeah for some reason uh Steve Kerr preferred to give Ty Jerome 14 minutes of play tonight uh and then Moses Moody he only gets 5 minutes. I I don't understand that. Um you know at this point I feel like either send him to the G League, let him get minutes, let him develop. I mean what's the point of keeping him on your roster if you have no plans to play him or if you're playing just to, planning just to completely kill his confidence. I don't get that part either. But 5 minutes. I I don't get that. And You know, the Warriors had a late-game run. This game was close throughout. They were down for most of the game. Um, So kudos to Stephen Curry and Jordan Poole. Huge nights. Again, Stephen Curry finishing with 41.7 rebounds. Jordan Poole, uh, again, he shot 7 for 13 from beyond the arc, 32 points, uh, and 7 rebounds for him as well Um, as the Warriors, again, win a road game. Their first time all season uh, the Warriors have won – um the second of a back-to-back on the road they hadn't done that all season which is really crazy um so yeah i, I just yeah, but the playing time thing with moody we'll talk about that talk about that uh in just a moment but the warriors did win so we're going to be in a good mood here today uh first got to give some love to prize picks i just mentioned them a moment ago at the open of the show um and folks it prize picks is fun uh, I You know, every time I, I, I have this ad come up, I, I get giddy because it, there aren't a lot of sponsors for this show that I regularly <laughs> engage with and have a ton of fun with. For those of you who are unfamiliar with prize picks, the format's simple. You're picking two to six individual players. It doesn't just have to be the NBA, by, by the way. The, the, the Buccaneers and the Cowboys are playing tonight. You could bet on Tom, uh, Tom Brady over under of passing yards. Same with Dak Prescott. Whatever sport you fancy you can play uh, in terms of betting on players with prize picks. And the state of California doesn't consider prize picks gambling. So it's legal here. And one of the best parts about it, besides the fact that it's super fun, if you know your sport, you have great odds of winning, is that the withdrawals, let's say you win, and you want to get your money back. You don't have to deal with these like shady wire services. You don't have to wait like two months to get your money. It's immediate withdrawals. It's safe withdrawals. Download the Price Picks app or go to PricePicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with a promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, Price Picks is going to give you $100. And if you don't have $100, let's say you only have $20, if you deposit that $20, use the promo code locked on, they'll give you $20. It's that easy. Just don't forget to enter the promo code locked on and sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. You are locked on warriors, your daily golden state warriors podcast, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. Thank you for making locked on warriors. Your first listen today after us, Go check out Game to Game NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, what's going on in the chat? Is anyone saying something that I need to address uh, before we start talking about? Uh, yeah, I did see that Retsy, by the way. Retsy writes that Lamb got a verbal lashing by Curry at the end of the second. He did. I think I was on a – was that like a, 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 was a foul call? Was it a, a poor screen? I can't remember what the reasoning was. I did see that. But I also have to give kudos to Anthony Lamb, who did have a great game tonight. When the Warriors win, I'll give the players who play credit. That includes these two-way players that I know I've been critical about. But Lamb tonight had a great game. There, there's no doubt about that. His plus-minus is what really sticks out. Um, he led the team end the game in plus-minus. I don't know how this happened. Plus 36. So that means the every single time Anthony Lamb was out there for those 25 minutes, the Warriors were scoring in bunches. He added 10 points himself, hit two three-pointers, was a perfect two for two from three, added five rebounds. What sticks out to me more than the three-point shots was this move he made. Uh, I think it was like a spin move. He's doing excellent offensively attacking the rim and playing the post. And I think he was like a left-handed layup that he put up um great night for lamb uh you know my 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 criticism for him endlessly is that I, i'd like to see more defensively it's he does okay he doesn't do great but he's okay as a defender um but offensively dude he was on it tonight so props to him um yeah i i did see it was a foul call yeah anthony lamb committed a foul that steph wasn't happy with yeah that was interesting that i, I saw that too um steph uh yeah lecturing anthony lamb a little bit out there but lamb had a good night it, you know there's, I, there's not much to say about that um Draymond Green had a fantastic game apparently there was some fan who was taunting uh (laughs) uh, apparently there was a fan taunting Draymond Green so the Warriors had all their their top big wig front office guys there at the game tonight and this includes like Joe Lacob uh Bob Myers because tomorrow the Golden State Warriors are going to the White House uh they're going to be honored for their 2022 World Championship by President Biden and so obviously you know everyone's there for the game today and apparently there was some fan that Draymond started going back and forth with and Draymond look he's all about finding whatever it takes to motivate him right I mean it's he's he's admitted that it sometimes it's hard for him to be a self-starter he's admitted that sometimes he gets lackadaisical and by the way that's a really good good one Robert Bryant Cyrus of the Lambs yeah I'm, I'm with you on that um but uh yeah, but Draymond look, man, this fan clearly riled them up. Draymond, I, I saw the two three-pointers were awesome just by themselves, but he had a phenomenal night, man. He was everywhere on the court. His defense, I think, was clearly um like it's always been. It, it's you know, it's it's utterly essential. Like the Warriors are not the dynasty, clearly, without Draymond Green. They're not championship contenders without Draymond Green. Um, there's been a couple of sound bites that have come out recently. Draymond did interviews with Taylor Rooks. He did interviews with Stephen A. Smith. We're going to play those on tomorrow's show because he said a lot of interesting things, especially about his future, uh, which we obviously have to cover. But Draymond tonight, um, or today, whatever you want to call it, uh, monster game, 35 minutes. Again, just those minutes numbers. I wish they were down just a little bit um but the Warriors were thin uh talk about Kaminga and Wiseman stocks skyrocketing I'll I'll touch on that in just a minute but 17 points 10 assists uh slightly low rebounding number that's fine he had six rebounds um the Warriors uh oddly and I don't understand how this happened but the Warriors out rebounded uh the Washington Wizards tonight 43 to 36 and all I kept seeing was the Warriors getting killed in the glass um but they won that battle, and Draymond's six rebounds helped with that. But, again, the 17 points, those two three-pointers, I think both are in the fourth quarter, um, 10 assists as a catalyst for this offense. It's, he was huge. Um, so kudos to Draymond Green. Kudos to the fan who riled him up and got him motivated. Um, so, uh, yeah. And Bruce Morrow, by the way, thank you, sir. That's very kind of you. look and and i just i'm glad you wrote that bruce morrow writes glad to see you back sir warrior season will be less interesting without you i do try to make things interesting all right like i how i roll in the show is not how i roll in real life often doesn't mean i'm not genuine but i do like to spice things up so thanks for acknowledging that um but uh so yeah so again the, the warriors it, when it came down to it, because Clay was not playing tonight, he's not playing back to backs. Um, uh, Galen Callahan, for example, awesome Irish name writes, um, any news when Clay can play back to backs? Probably not all season. I would not count on that. Um, the indication I've gotten is that they want to play very safe with him all year and that he's not going to be playing in consecutive days. That's just the, the reality of his situation. Um, and the, when the playoffs come, you don't have to worry about that because you don't have back-to-back games in the playoffs. So the, the way the Warriors see this, it's, okay, Clay, you just hang tight, stay strong uh, during the regular season. We're not going to play any back-to-backs. And and that knee soreness the other day where he, where he missed the game was all the evidence you need that they're not going to change that plan this year. Um, so, but the playoffs, it's not going to matter. He's going to play. Um, and then, you know, the bigger question is, uh, is um, – is Jordan Poole gonna be okay coming off the bench now in the Bulls game uh you know he did he was not great off the bench uh again as we mentioned that he only scored 15 points he only shot 25 percent from three um in 26 minutes of play uh but he also did come off the bench in the Spurs game and in that Spurs game he actually did good do good he he scored 25 points added six assists only shot 33 percent from three but that's good enough um you know, last year, you know, he we, we saw the story with Jordan Poole where he was starting games, and then he went to the bench when Clay came back in January. Uh, he went to the bench. He adjusted fine. He was starting games again when Steph was out the last month of the season, um, adjusted again back to the bench in the postseason. He was fine, actually, and it wasn't right away. He was starting most of that first round, if you remember, with Steph coming off the bench. Um, you know, so hopefully, hopefully pool, when when Clay plays, handles that bench adjustment appropriately um so uh trey underwood writes. that's a good question trey underwood writes um ken lamb and, and i'm guessing you're asking by a greater extent Uh, ty jerome can lamb and ty jerome even go uh to the white house uh given they weren't on the championship team that's a great question my understanding if my memory serves correct is current players on the roster who were not on the team last year do not participate in those visits um that's my understanding of it. It's not a hard rule. So I, I don't really know like what's going to happen there, but I wouldn't be surprised if DiVincenzo, Lamb and Ty Jerome uh, do not participate in like the team pictures. Uh, I'm sure they're going to go to the White House and be with the team. But when it comes to actually standing up there as Joe's, you know, giving, the, giving them their honors, um, I don't know if those players will be up there with them. I would imagine not because they were not on the championship team. But don't quote me on that. I don't I don't think that's the case. Um, in just a minute, we're going to start wrapping things up. This will be a short and sweet show. I can't go that long. Like, as weird as it sounds, talking hurts. Um, but first, got to give some love to our other sponsor today. This is a sponsor that I think the Warriors did divulge on, and that is Built Bar. Uh, these yummy treats, if you're trying to lose weight, they're incredible. I've had people tell me that they buy Built Bars just so that if they have that late-night, uh, munchy munchie attack, if they're hungry and can't sleep, your average build Bar is packed with protein, 17 grams on average, but it also is, has a minuscule amount of calories. On average, each built Bar only has 130 calories and only has four grams of sugar. Sugar is a toxin, folks. Uh, you don't want to put that in your body. And build Bar, they're so damn good, besides being covered in 100% real chocolate, they have amazing flavors, and they're now available at Walmart, and sam's club so that's right head to your nearest walmart today you can walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of build bars you can pick up a four box four bar box of cookies and cream double chocolate coconut puffs or go to sam's club and you can grab a 13 bar box with hit flavors brownie batter and churro those are really good and you can thank me later and of course you can also go to the website built.com to get these yummy snacks on warriors your daily golden state warriors podcast part of the locked on podcast network
1: your team every day
0: <laughs> thank you for making locked on warriors your first listen every day we're free and available wherever you get podcasts i can't laugh man my face is hurt um all right so uh, boogie cousins is not coming to the warriors folks i see his name in the chat the lakers are trying him out and him and him and Steve Kerr have something going on. They 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 don't they just don't get along. So um, at least not in terms of a player coach. So uh, someone else writes. Where was that? Um, Wilson writes. Free Moody. I agree. Uh, five minutes for Moses Moody is a crime in my opinion. I don't like the fact that he's rotting on the bench. Play him in the G League. Trade his ass at this point if you have to. Uh, one quick rumor by the way. This is from Casey Johnson of uh, NBC Sports Chicago. Um, writes that uh, there are two teams right now who are currently rumored to be interested in Alex Caruso. If Caruso becomes available uh, as a trade target, I don't think the Bulls have made decisions yet uh, regarding whether they're going to blow this thing up or whether they're going to keep it together and just give it a try. But um, if Alex Caruso is traded, uh, the Warriors and the Knicks are the two teams who are currently linked uh, to acquiring Caruso. The, The asking price for Caruso reportedly is going to be Uh, A pick, likely likely a first-round pick. So if you're trading for Alex Caruso, it might end up being Moses Moody and a first-rounder. It might be James Wiseman and a first-rounder. But, uh, again, Casey Johnson uh, speculating that Alex Caruso is on the Warriors' radar. Um, Who knows if that trade happens? I would certainly love it. Um, You know, Wilson writes... uh, uh what my thoughts are on trading Moses Moody, Ryan Rollins, and two first. I would not do two first round picks. I, I think one first rounder and just Moody should be enough. Um, you know, in, in my humble opinion. I, I don't know if the Knicks will be offering something better than that. Um, you know, Caruso, look, he he's he could be the difference in the Warriors being a championship contender this year. Um, but it's not, you know, he's not a superstar player either. You don't want to give too much um, you know, Latasha Jones writes the Warriors still need size. Agreed. Um, and if anything, tonight's game and, and this recent stretch has shown just how valuable Jonathan Kaminga is to this team. They are sorely missing him. Um, let's hope he comes back soon with that foot sprain he's dealing with. And then James Wiseman. I, I don't if James Wiseman was healthy, I don't know if Kerr plays him just because again, Kerr clearly has some sort of issue with at least Moody and Wiseman. Sometimes I still feel like he has an issue with Kaminga. Um, but I don't know if Wiseman even plays right now. But he's your big, you know? Like, I mean, if, if he is a big, and I think he's serviceable if the Warriors just give him a chance, I don't know if the Warriors are going to trade for a big. I I, I I would not expect that. Again, Bob Myers has such uh, an aversion to midseason trades. Um, the Andrew Wiggins one's an exception. It's certainly not the rule. Um, so. Alex Crusoe would be nice. I, I agree that the Warriors need size, but even if Alex Caruso is the only player you end up acquiring, great. Yeah, and by the way, Ty Burke, um, I, I'm going to get an Isel soundbite for this show. Uh, oh, yeah, you know what? I forgot I have Moses. M- M- hey, Moses, how did it feel tonight um, to not play? I mean, it sucks. Yeah, it totally sucks. I, I don't blame you at all. Uh, do, how does it feel every time uh, Kerr plays you for like two minutes? And then just pulls you immediately out. I mean, it sucks. Yeah, I imagine it totally sucks. I don't blame you. Um, so, by the way, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a soundbite for that for Andre Iguodala because yes, Andre Iguodala Ty Burke is already hurt. Uh, he complained um, about knee soreness, uh, and I so I don't. <laughs> Jesus, man. I mean, he's old. I, I, I he's old. Okay, like we were seeing these kind of old man injuries last year. Um, you know, we saw him play, what, two games in the playoffs total? Uh, don't quote me on that, but I know it's close. Um, wh- I, d- I don't understand why Andre Iguodala is, is taking up a roster spot. I don't get it. Because even when he plays, let's say for the sake of argument, he actually stays healthy um, and can stay healthy for like a month straight. You, you know, you really need two months in the playoffs. Um, is he contributing that much? And can he actually stay on the court? Uh, By the way, yeah, Supremacia, I did mention Anthony Lamb. uh, Yes, he had a great game tonight. Fantastic game tonight. I don't know if he had clutch defense. Was his defense that good? It was okay. It was good. I don't know if it was clutch, but he was good. Um, I I already gave him his kudos. Um, I want to play the soundbite real quick uh, from Steve Kerr. Um, And by the way, Galen Callahan, real quick before I play this soundbite, um, writes, any news on the new NBA uh, CBA, the Collective Bargaining Agreement, Um, the only news on that so far is that the deadline to negotiate a new deal has been extended into next month um so no updates other than that but they are working behind the scenes and again if they change the rule to stop penalizing teams with luxury tax penalties for their draft picks man are the warriors stoked If, if that rule actually passes i could see draymond being a lifer for the golden state warriors um because suddenly those luxury tax penalties are non-existent so but yeah i promise i'll report on that if any news comes but nothing nothing going on so far and yes let us pray that was a great uh, offensive foul char- uh, uh, take from anthony lamb in the game that you just pointed out um but here so here is uh uh steve kerr uh talking about the fourth quarter of this game which was huge because entering the fourth quarter i really didn't think the warriors were going to win this game so but the pool party who had a great game from from the beginning to the end stepped up again Stephen curry was obviously huge and draymond green was huge so here's steve Kerr.
1: well steph uh and draymond led the way i mean uh steph was um incredible down the stretch with his shot making and and uh draymond with his defense and um playmaking i thought um everybody out there was battling in the fourth quarter uh wigs um lamb jp um you know it's not our best night defensively but um we made stops when we had to and and uh steph really took over
0: agreed and i want to play one more sound by real quick too while we're here um this was also steve kerr uh with the ultimate Parade. this is him talking about Kerr, uh, curry Especially
1: in that fourth quarter i mean who
0: had a monster game tonight 41 points uh, in his fourth fourth or fifth game back from his injury uh, so here's Kerr talking about uh, Stephen Curry.
1: The home crowd seemed to be in favor of Steph and you guys, especially in that fourth quarter. I mean, what's that like to come into another arena and get that kind of support from the crowd he's, that's not yours? He's the modern MJ. You know, I used to see this um, playing with the Bulls. You know, half the crowd's got, you know, red 23 jerseys on, and, you know, now half the crowd's got blue and yellow 30 jerseys. It's just... Uh, Steph is, um, he transcends the game. He he, um, elicits uh, an emotion from people. I I think because he's so awe inspiring with his play, that um, no matter where we go, there are people who are cheering for him and can't wait to see him perform uh, because we've never seen anything like him. And I think people can relate to him because he's not, you know, this uh, superhero. in terms of his size and strength I mean he's you know six three, one eighty five. 185 um there's a lot of people out there that size but uh none who can do it but he can do so he's he's incredibly inspiring and as a result we get a ton of support on the road
0: yeah and um you know uh someone wrote uh Bruce Morrow I I, I don't think you're very happy with the MJ comparison for Steph I think what Kerr is implying there more so than maybe they're similar in terms of stature or their style, because they look very different as shooters and ball handlers. They are very different players. But Stephen Curry, his rock star status, his his superstar um, like aura, if you can understand where I'm coming from with that with that reference, uh is comparable to MJ in the sense that whenever he goes on the road. Um, you know, uh, fans are showing up hours before just to see him do shoot around. You see kids practically screaming and feigning when they get an autograph from him. So he does have that star power. I, I do see some comparison there. Not to mention, Stephen Curry just takes over games the way MJ did. There is, There are, I could see the similarities there, but I can also understand you thinking that's kind of outrageous because they play different positions. They are different size. they They don't look similar. Like Kobe Bryant looked like Michael Jordan when he played. He emulated literally his entire style after MJ. Stephen Curry is not like that, obviously. Um, Someone else also asked, you know, like, what was uh, a Kylan Mills source from last Friday's show? Great job, Kylan, by the way, filling in. Um, In regards to the Jordan Poole trade rumors, I can't remember what the source was, but um, there was a source that said it, but I would not run with that super far, all right? Like, look, sometimes we bring up topics on this show just because they're interesting. It's good fodder um but i would not take that one report as fact um i don't think the warriors are trading um jordan pool i I really don't think so i i i I would not believe that who knows wouldn't say it's impossible but i wouldn't believe that um and yeah wilson i think that's a fair thing to say Stephen curry's allure uh is like mj but steph is more like duncan in terms of impact yeah i think i think that's fair to say absolutely um and before we go uh no cap rights who would you rather have uh JP or Jordan Clarkson JP I mean just for the youth um they, I mean it, Jordan Clarkson can be streaky as well it's not like he's like a super consistent outside shooter um Jordan Poole is also younger Jordan Poole is more of a chemistry fit uh you know we already won a championship with Jordan Poole so I'm gonna go with Jordan pool I, I I know you criticize him a lot um, but I would not, I would not make that trade if that was a trade that was out there. Um, let's see if anything else, uh, on the chat before we wrap things up. Um, Supremacia writes, uh, the Miami Heat are apparently shopping Dwayne Dedman. Yeah. There are some issues there with, with Dedman. Um, is that the big man we need? I wouldn't mind him, but again, do not count or expect, uh, the Warriors to make any deals for a big this season. Um, Steve Kerr doesn't like the big Steve Kerr doesn't like a lot of people apparently. He doesn't like Moses Moody. I mean, I, that it was a crime to me in today's game that Ty Jerome got 14 minutes and Ty Jerome was out there playing with Dante DiVincenzo and Stephen Curry. And And in another iteration, Ty Jerome was out there playing with Dante DiVincenzo and Jordan Poole. The biggest issue with this Warriors team is defense. At a bare minimum, Moses Moody is vastly superior to Ty Jerome defensively. And for Steve Kerr to give Ty Jerome fourteen minutes, and Ty Jerome did not have a good game today. Anthony Lamb had a fantastic uh, game today. Um, Ty Jerome did not, so I, I don't understand what Steve Kerr's issue is with Moses Moody. There is clearly an issue. Um, I would like to call out the 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 um, the beat reporters and the press crew that's traveling with this team who is routinely uh, interviewing Kerr. If they could please start asking some tough questions every once in a while, maybe start repeating moody questions. I knew you asked Kerr about Moody a game or two ago and why not play him. Ask him again. Like, like like the coaches will never feel pressure. I mean, that is a huge role of the press is to ask difficult questions of your head coaches and of your players. The the questions that, that everyone's thinking about. Um, but they're this like they're afraid of them. They won't. They every once in a while will bring something up that's a little difficult, but it's not consistent. Um but anyway, so it was weird. Look, it's just I don't think there's any debate at this point. Steve Kerr does not like Ty Jerome. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, Steve Kerr does not like Moses Moody, and this is where we're at. So um, I'll keep you. I'll keep all of you posted. I'll do an emergency show if any form of real information trickles through in regards to a trade or of anything. But on the good, on the on the bright side, folks, the Golden State Warriors did win this game again. Their first road win of the season when it was the second game of a back-to-back um the warriors uh thankfully have the houston rockets uh in existence uh maintaining the worst road record the the warriors are second in that category and again the western conference is so bad god it's bad i mean i mean the denver nuggets are fantastic the memphis grizzlies fantastic the pelicans great uh the kings mavericks clippers warriors good <laughs> good um and that's your west and then you and then you and then i mean the the, the phoenix suns are falling off the face of the earth even though they, they they've, they're they three zero against the warriors this year the warriors share the same record as the minnesota timberwolves that i don't like i do not see those two teams as being anywhere near the same um the warriors right now are tied for seventh with a 22 and 22 record they're back to 500 thank goodness. Uh, they currently stand a half game behind the sixth seed. That's the L.A. Clippers. And they currently stand a game and a half behind the fifth-seeded Dallas Mavericks. And the Sacramento Kings right now are your four seed. And the Kings are three and a half games up on the Warriors. I'm sorry, they're three games up on the Warriors, uh, again, for the four seed. Um, so the West is atrocious. It's I mean, I've never seen the West this bad in my life. I don't remember ever seeing... Uh, it's such a drop-off from, like, the top two or three teams to the rest. But, you know, that's what the Warriors are. They could easily still climb up, and, you know, unless something severely changes, I don't see the front office making any cha- any, any changes of their own anytime soon. So, um, anyways, I think that's it. We good? Did I miss anybody? Um, and Bruce Morrow, I like your optimism. The Warriors will beat the Celtics. Ooh, you're referring to Thursday's games. That's when the Warriors play next. Uh, it'll be on TNT in Boston. And you're absolutely right. Uh, Retsy or Retzel. Uh, parody is fully taking control of the NBA now. Um, so, yeah, that's the next game. Kyla Mills will join me tomorrow. We're going to talk a lot about Draymond Green. He said some interesting things uh, that we're going to dissect. On Wednesday's show, Kim and Dan will be back with me. And then we'll see what goes from there. Thank you, everyone, as always. The Warriors win. They're going to the White House tomorrow to celebrate the 2022 World Championship. Love the debate in the chat about whether or not the Warriors will beat the Celtics on Thursday. We will cover that and so much more as the week progresses. Thank you, everyone. Uh, thanks again to Kylan Mills, my partner in crime in this show, for uh, for holding the fort last Friday. Um, and uh, she'll be back with me tomorrow. I don't know what the time of the show will be yet, but follow me on Twitter at Dogster Follow the program on Twitter at uh, Locked On Dubs. Um, we will announce those times there. Much love to all of you. Thank you. Let us pray and everyone else um thank you seriously from the bottom of my heart it's great to connect with all of you when i do this show someday soon i hope i can get some sort of call-in feature or something like that so i can actually hear your voices and have um some legit discourse but until then joe thank you thank you everyone peace out everyone thank you late and happy and once again happy
1: spring is that you